T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Matt Rooney, who is also somebody who is the Save Jersey founder and blogger-in-chief, host here Sunday evenings at WPHT, and by day is a biggity-big lawyer, as I say, in New Jersey. So, Matt, thanks for, uh, thanks for giving us your lunch break or maybe your, your little lunch 20 minutes here. How you doing? No lunches for a biggity big attorney, Don. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start putting that on my business cards. I like that. I can probably, I can probably add at least an extra fifty bucks an hour for that. One hundred percent. And I'd much rather hear your voice than Phil Murphy's. By the way, I think that goes without saying. Ah, oh, he's hearing voices. Great. You know, I, I, I know that everybody, you know, who's listening knows you, but you're so impressive because you were, you know, back in the day, you're a 23 year old law student, and this says this on your uh, Save Jersey dot com site and you you thought how can i make a difference and that's when you founded the save jersey site which is pretty cool that now as you as you're a grown-up and you're an attorney you're a host you're a major broadcast host you're a dad you're a husband and you still have the save save jersey site which is pretty cool that you're you're sticking with it well, you know, Dawn, I mean, first of all, as ever, you're, you're too kind. I appreciate it. Everything's very nice. And, you know, I, I, I've, I've been looking up to you for a while. Oh, you do great you. work. Um, it, look, I mean, some people have healthy hobbies, right? They jog <laughs> or they go to the gym or they do whatever. When they get frustrated, maybe they read or they paint. Um, I, I blog about New Jersey politics. And you, having been a major media figure in our region for a while, I mean, you know how messed up politics is in our region specifically in south jersey where we've got a political machine and trenton is constantly dysfunctional one of the only places that maybe sometimes kind of sort of makes harrisburg look sane and it's a sliding (laughs) scale so that's really how it started i didn't i didn't intend to build some kind of you know big media website that got millions of hits or that could influence state politics it was really cathartic for me and i wanted to do what I think most 1210 listeners can relate to. I wanted to have a venue to express my opinions. And lo and behold, it kind of caught on. And if I can make a few corrupt politicians miserable in the process, all the better. <laughs> well, I have to get your reaction. And because, you know, back in the day when you were that young Republican, that young voice back in uh, 2009, then go- future governor Chris Christie, Republican from New Jersey, had given you glowing endorsements and talked about you. What's your reaction to the fact that Christie announced last night he's suspending his 2024 campaign for POTUS? <laughs> I should probably take that off the website at this point, <laughs> but it's my own little joke with myself yes. because he is no longer 
a fan of uh, yours truly. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, the whole thing was an embarrassment from the beginning. Uh, there was never any demand for Chris Christie to run for president in 2024. Um, he really should have probably ran back in 2012. We had everyone from Henry Kissinger to Nancy Reagan begging him to get in the race because Mitt Romney was an obviously weak opponent for Barack Obama. He missed his time. That's a very common story throughout the annals of history, right? You have to know when it's your time. He missed it. And there really wasn't any argument for Chris Christie in 2024. Uh, he was another never Trump voice. And there are plenty of them out there that have stronger governing records. Like, for example, love or hate Nikki Haley. Um, she's a substantial person. She was a good governor of South Carolina. She had a lot of mm -hmm. success down here. Yeah. Chris sure. Christie can't point to anything. The one thing he had going for him, Dawn, was the at least pretense of authenticity. I remember back in 09 when you were covering him, I was covering him. I heard so many Democrats say to me, Rooney, I don't know about your boy Christie. Um, I don't agree with him on everything, but at least he seems like he means what he says. With Bridgegate and some of his other questionable moves, aligning with Democrat machines, flip-flopping on Trump and other various issues, it became clear pretty quick that it was all artifice. It was an act. Yeah. And once that went away, there was really nothing else that anybody could point to as a justification to support this guy. And it, it's, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You saw what happened in the results. He was out before even Iowa this time, sooner yeah. than in 2016 when he dropped right after New Hampshire. That's so true. Well, I wanted to get your take on a couple of things, and we'll talk about the uh, state of the state with Governor Phil Murphy. But but the latest thing with him, I know he's been touring some of the flooded sites, and there are some new flood warnings in New Jersey. But I know that his latest thing is that he is blaming the bus companies and saying that they need <laughs> they, they need to give notice. <laughs> I know. Blame the bus. You know, yes. maybe we should have fun with this because I know in a state of the state he talks about phonics, like sound it out. But he's literally right. with the with the migrants coming in now. He's he's doing every every little every everything to try to not face what's going on with this this really unpopular type program. And he's seeing what's going on in New York. He's got to be a little freaked out. So it's like, what do I do? I'll blame the buses for the migrants coming into New Jersey and to New York. It's so transparently ridiculous, isn't it? Because for anyone that missed it, Phil Murphy in his first term in office declared New Jersey a sanctuary state, as many blue state governors and blue jurisdiction mayors did back then when it was the cool thing to do on the left. And anyone that questioned this strategy of open borders was accused of being xenophobic, uh, bigoted, whatever, right? Yeah. So flash forward to now when it's obviously a disaster, as I think you've covered, Dawn, um, you know, you've got school children, American school children, all races, creeds, backgrounds, being displaced from their schools in order to accommodate illegals that are breaking into our country. Uh, many Democrats are reversing course. Uh, Governor Murphy's reaction is probably the most ridiculous. It's it's like when an SUV, because the left hates SUVs because they're killing Mother Gaia with their emissions, right? They, they never say, oh, well, someone ran someone over with a car. It's no, the SUV ran through the shop window. The SUV ran someone over. So now these buses have artificial intelligence, I guess, so the most advanced buses ever, and are making independent decisions to come to New Jersey. It couldn't possibly have anything to do 
with Phil Murphy's own decision-making. And I wish for once, as I know 1210 listeners can join me in this, I wish for once these guys would just take responsibility for their bad decisions. I mean, if he would come out and say, listen, I made a mistake, sanctuary statehood, it was something of the heart, maybe not the head, we need to wind this back because it's clearly not working. I don't think Phil Murphy could ever do anything to make me respect him, but I'd be the first one to say, listen, this is what leaders do. They admit when they're wrong. But they, but they never will, and this is one of the reasons why New Jersey is just horrible shape generally. Yeah, it's so true. So take me through what your, what your take is as far as his state of the state this year and, and as, you, as you're evaluating it, and I know you'll probably look at it Sunday night, but can you take us through just your, your reaction to the state of the state? So he, this is this is the same old movie that we have watched I don't know how many times in New Jersey. I don't know what it is about our state. I think it's because maybe we have this proximity to the New York and Philly media markets, yeah. some of the biggest media markets in the country. So every one of our governors, Dawn, thinks that they're going to be the next president of the United States. Yeah. It, it's just I don't know what it is. They have no record to back it up nine yeah. times out of ten, but they, they have this these delusions of grandeur. So Phil Murphy is clearly the latest one that thinks that he is presidential timber. So now that he's safely reelected, the legislature has given themselves a $33,000 pay increase. So they're all fat and happy. That's and a his, Oh, it's, it, when's the last time you got a 67% pay increase? If you have gone, you got to send me your nope. agent because <laughs> I need to, I need, I need to get, I need to get working on this, but so now they're all fat and happy. His state of the state address is not a substantive action plan. Hey, we have some problems in New Jersey. Like, for example, the worst property taxes in the nation. Here's my proposal to do something about it. It's, it's a lefty wish list. And it also has some clickbait, uh, attention-grabbing items in there that the New Jersey governor and the New Jersey legislature really have no ability to impact. But he knows it will receive the attention of the national media. For example, he went on this rant about artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, Phil Murphy would be great if he was gifted with any intelligence, artificial or not. Sometimes <laughs> I question it, but, you know, he can't do anything about AI, but he knows that the Google algorithms and national journalists will say, oh, this is topical. Let's write about it. He talked about affordability, which is a joke given his record. There's nothing serious in here about actually making New Jersey the kind of place where you can not only raise your kids, but also retire without having to subsist on food stamps and the support of your family, which is the problem in New Jersey. All of our family members get to a certain age, and if they haven't escaped already, they have to move to a red state that has a better political climate and lower taxes, but the pizza tastes like ketchup on a cracker. So. <laughs> There's no there's no leadership in New Jersey, right? That was elections have consequences. I know you covered our legislative elections last year. Democrats swept. Yeah. This is this is the end result here. No serious people left in Trent that are actually trying to improve our lives. And this speech is proof positive. And as far as Phil Murphy, maybe his strategy, and you have an article about this on on Save Jersey. Maybe part of his attitude is, hey, let's get younger and younger voters. It caught my eye. I thought the age was 17 in a primary, but it's even younger than that, as you report on the Save Jersey site. Oh, yeah. So here, so here's the context for your listeners, yes. Dawn. So 
Newark, which everyone knows Newark, right, up in North Jersey. Not not talking about the Newark down in Delaware. Got to make sure you get this right. So up in North Jersey, it's our most populous city, the Brick City. It's an economically challenged city. Also has one of the state's or school systems in terms of its performance by almost any metric. The city council just voted last night, 9-0, to permit 16- and 17-year-olds to vote in school board elections beginning this upcoming April, April 2024. Now, we're in a state where I don't know what the law is in Pennsylvania, but in New Jersey back in 2018, Phil Murphy outlawed, quote-unquote, child marriage. So a 16- or 17-year-old couldn't get married even with a parent's permission in the state of New Jersey. How is it okay for children to vote on their school system, their elected leaders, when we don't trust them to buy tobacco themselves, buy alcohol themselves, join the military, rent a car, uh, get married? We, we, we understand, I think, implicitly at our society when you're 16 or 17, your brain's still forming for another 10 years. You, you quite frankly don't know enough. Well, Newark, they're now deciding, no, we're going to let those children decide school policy and you know bringing us back to your the, the crux of your question question here I, I don't think this is really about empowering kids or promoting democracy we all know that younger people tend to be more liberal churchill has a famous saying about that so i think phil murphy's just trying to once again buoy the ranks of the democrat party and using democracy as an excuse so i know there's going to be a lot of pushback in new jersey but this is back to our elections have consequences. Theme. Democrats now have a strong majority in both houses yeah. of the legislature. I don't know what's going to stop it if they really want it. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. When I saw that 16, I thought, wow, this is somebody who's, you know, not cleaning their room and mom wakes them up in the morning. But they're they're going to have the right to vote. And that, I think that's that's probably the strategy for not just Phil Murphy, but we're going to see that more often. So tell, can you give us a tease as far as what you what's what's coming up? What are you preparing for um, for this coming up Sunday for your show? So we're going to have a school board member on one of my favorites. I'm going to tweet about it later today. That's going to talk about this issue and how they think it's going to impact local elections um, from Phil Murphy's own hometown. So I think it's I think it's a major issue. And I do think it's it's not just offensive on the substance, Dawn, on the face of it, but it's also, yet again, an opportunity for Republicans to go back to their core values, their core messaging, and push back if they have the will to do it, which is that, you know, what are we about in this society? Are we out to protect children, or are we really about rank-based partisan politics and advancing a leftist agenda? What is the true goal of our government in Trenton and Harrisburg and Washington, D.C. And I think this fight illustrates that very clearly. And then, of course, you know, we can't get around the fact that it's 2024. God help us. So we are going to break down the Trump town hall and the Iowa debate. Iowa's upon us. New Hampshire is right around the corner. My main man, Chris Christie, is now out of the race. We'll get some analysis on that, too. I wanted to ask you, and I'm, I'm just throwing this out here, so you may not have the, the answer or the update, but the summer of 2022, in, in that August, there was word that a canine dog by the name of Ember had died in a county SUV of Gloucester County Fire Marshal Sean Layton. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And Oh, yeah. No, that was a big story in that election, yeah. Right? And, and they were, there was a big passionate... Um, I know there was a community meeting about it where people were very upset and wanted answers. And it was really just brushed under the carpet. I give 6ABC, they they covered that, I think, that one sort of a town hall meeting that was called by the community. But in all yeah. honesty, I've never heard anything else about that story. Normally, a canine is considered an officer, and that would be a big deal. But have you ever heard anything more about that? So as of the end of the summer, beginning of the fall last year, 2023, and I can tweet this out if you want to share for your listeners. It's from uh, the New Jersey Globe, one of the websites that I, I check out regularly in New Jersey to stay abreast of our politics. The AG's office still hadn't moved on the case. There had been no additional action. So if something happened in the last few months in the maelstrom of election 2023 in the beginning of 2024, I may have missed it. But that's that's the last I heard. And look, I'm, I'm a broken record, so I apologize. This falls under the whole elections have consequences paradigm, right? You've got you've got Gloucester County Democrats now successful in back to back elections. The AG's office under the purview of Phil Murphy, one of the most radical attorney general's offices in the entire country. I mean, what did people really expect? Did they yeah. think, assuming they really cared about this issue, there'd be any urgency to get justice for Ember, to make sure something crooked didn't happen when they're all on the same team. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, I mean, reportedly, they were, uh, the Ember and the family dog were left in the SUV on a hot summer night. But I know that the Gloucester County Prosecutor's Office, they actually dug up the, the dog's body in the guy's backyard. And But I, I believe, to, to my knowledge, it's isn't it under law it would be animal cr- cruelty or something of that nature. I just thought I'd ask you about it, Matt, because it's one of those things that I, I think certainly exemplifies exactly what you're talking about when we don't have the checks and balances that we need. And as well, you talked about media and the fact that in New Jersey, it really is a sin that there's not one media market, a, a regular news media market 
So then New Jersey's New Jerseyans have to rely upon Philadelphia and New York to cover New Jersey. That's crazy. Oh, oh, that's what it is. I mean, if you if you are living in South Jersey, let's take Gloucester County, and you're interested in this issue, has to have ABC. They did provide some coverage of that story. Yes. You've got 1210WPHT, and you've got SaveJersey.com. Those are the only two outlets that are consistently covering politically related issues in this part of the world. Um, I, you know, 1210 growing all the time. My website's chugging along. Uh, but we're still alone out there. And it explains a lot of the problems that you and I have been talking about during our chat today. Yeah. And what what the answer is, I don't know, other than, I know this is a shameless plug for us here, Dawn. Listen <laughs> to 1210 every day. Check out SaveJersey.com. Be yes. a part of our movement to make sure that people are informed. That's really what Dawn yeah. shows all about, right? Giving people information, encouraging conversation. Yeah. That's one of the only ways we're going to get out of this. Yeah, and I think that's, that's you know, and thank you for that. But I think ultimately local shows like this, hyper-local, and we're talking about the issues, and we're talking about a lot of issues, even where we're reading between the lines. I know that your your father, with you know, you talk about the baby and being a diaper-changing daddy. Does the story of, you know, what health officials in Philadelphia and now Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, across the bridge – you know, how much for a parent like you, you know, you and your wife thinking about this measles outbreak and now they're saying in Montgomery County, they're working to identify and contact these residents that they believe were exposed in Montgo. I believe I'm hearing rumblings of the same thing in Delco. And there is, although they have not officially said it, they've alluded to the fact, well, they did confirm, in fact, that a child was, I think the word was, imported from from a foreign country i think that was they're, they're just doing backflips to avoid saying that we have a lot of new folks who've come across the border and they're not Shorter vaccinated. bottles of wine now right <laughs> they don't always get better with age i can i can testify for that. but as a you know as a dad and also as somebody who looks at this you know, take me through, you know, just your reaction to that. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating, right? Because, you know, we we're talking about this a minute ago in a different context that I I look at my role as a human being in this society, first and foremost, is protecting my children and trying to make the world a little bit better for them. What does that mean? Well, it might be a little bit different depending upon where you live and who you are. But I look at those two roles as my, my fundamental job as, as a parent. And when you see stuff like this and you see what Joe Biden's allowed to have happen down at the border and continue to happen and unfold down at the border, and you see some of our local lefties and elected officials continue to obsess over COVID while objectively more serious threats to the most vulnerable members of our society, notably children, creep in and threaten us, it, it, it's so it's so distressing. Um, you know, our country was founded on not having blind trust in government. But I think 50 years ago, you could at least assume there was some good faith effort on the part of government to confront these threats. Or maybe this is a better way to put it, Dawn, to have the right priorities. And you just can't assume that anymore. And it's self-evident to your listeners. Why? Because they're informed. So, you know, I, as a parent, my reaction to this is every day I am not only taking more steps to try to inform myself, 
but talking to my wife about, hey, what are the steps we can take in our own lives to make sure the kids in our family are better protected? Because I have no faith in City Hall in Philadelphia. I have no faith in anybody in Harrisburg or Trenton that they are making decisions based upon the actual data, which we heard all about during the pandemic. We found out that was a lie. They were making decisions based upon consultants and their analysis mm-hmm. of politics. So I, you know, I suspect it's, it's been a bad cold flu season to begin with. Everybody's yeah. been sick. I've already had one thing. I think as we continue to allow this chaos in our country, yeah. as we continue to have the wrong priorities, it's probably going to get worse. And my only hope, Dawn, maybe this is just one of the things that makes suburbanites wake up into 24 and say, listen, this is, this is enough. We can't continue down this road. Our kids deserve better. Amen to that. Matt Rooney, and of course, he's got to get back to the courtroom in his day job as an attorney, but you can always hear the Matt Rooney Show right here on WPHT, 7 to 10 p.m. Sunday night. So, Matt, thank you so much. SaveJersey.com. Uh, we love you and we appreciate you. And thanks thanks for taking this chunk of time for us. We really appreciate it. Oh, the feeling's mutual, my friend. Have a good day. Keep <laughs> up the good work. <laughs> oh, back at you. Thanks, Matt. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 